It's the time of year when we're all thinking about goals and priorities. Now is the time to plan your next trip. Whatever kind of travel fills you up, whether it's lounging on the beach, connecting with family and friends, or going on a foreign adventure, Expedia has the tools you need to plan a great trip. Download the Expedia app or visit Expedia.com to start planning. You do need to be a OneKey member to use price tracking. Signing up is easy and free. Expedia, made to travel. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. I'm Oprah Winfrey. Welcome to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. I believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is time. Taking time to be more fully present. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. Louis Schwartzberg sees the world through a different lens, and nowhere is that more apparent than in his short film called Gratitude. Gratitude began as a passion project for Louis, combining his stunning imagery with the moving words and narration of spiritual leader and Benedictine monk, Brother David Steindl-Rost. It is a celebration of the gift of life and a call to open our hearts to the everyday wonders that surround us. When Louis screened Gratitude as part of a regional TEDx talk, he had no idea how the film would be received. Much to his surprise, it resonated well beyond the audience he spoke to that day, picking up steam online and garnering more than 6 million views around the world. It serves as a beautiful reminder of what many of us already know— that gratitude has the power to transform lives. Please welcome Louis Schwartzberg. Great uh, to be here. It's so great to have you here. Well, I just want to say that I think it's the most fundamental lesson that you can take away from Super Soul Sunday, and one of the things we talk about all the time here is gratitude. Did you have any inkling that the gratitude video would go viral? Was that your idea? Was that your intention? It was part of a TED Talk I did about nature and beauty, mm -hmm. and when they posted it, it you know, kind of hung there for a while, and then boom, it went viral. And I really had no idea it would do that, but I think it resonated with people. I think there's a hunger out there where people want to connect to something that's bigger than themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think through the portal of nature, it can open your heart, and you can develop gratitude for the little things in life. It's so easy to be grateful for a flower, for a bug, for a beautiful day. Mm -hmm. This is what I've come to know, that nature is our greatest spiritual teacher. Mm -hmm. You know, I see God as nature, nature as God. You know, I see it all inter intertwined. So what has nature taught you? Oh, it is, it is God. It is God. Because it is life personified. Mm -hmm. And to, to be able to capture it, and the way I do it with time lapse and slow motion, mm -hmm. I'm able to kind of unveil the mystery of nature. Yeah. So you may not have known Louis's name before now, but you have most certainly seen his work. With a career spanning more than three decades, acclaimed photographer and filmmaker Louis Schwartzberg has turned his passion for capturing nature's beauty into his life's work. An award-winning cinematographer, he is a master of the art of time-lapse photography. 
It was when he was a student at UCLA that Louis discovered his gift for visual storytelling, finding his voice through his innovative approaches to photographing nature. Over the years, he accumulated a library of breathtaking footage that first caught the attention of advertisers, and eventually other TV and film producers took note, wanting to use Louis's awe-inspiring shots in their projects. Today, Louis remains as dedicated as ever, capturing nature's beauty to touch people's hearts. His feature films, including the 3D IMAX Mysteries of the Unseen World, spotlight the wonders of life we tend to overlook or take for granted. Louis' TED Talk on the beauty of pollination will forever change the way you feel about these amazing insects. By capturing and sharing the everyday miracles that our eyes may otherwise never witness, Louis Schwartzberg hopes we will experience a deeper spiritual connection to the world around us. Your work often lets us, I think, see the unseen, things mm -hmm. that, you know, are too fast or too slow or too small or too vast. And I know you're fascinated with bees. Tell us why. Well, when I heard about the fact that the bees were disappearing, yeah. which is perhaps the most serious environmental threat to mankind because a third of the food we eat comes from a pollinating plant. So I learned that bees, bats, butterflies, hummingbirds, that relationship with flowers provides the food we need. And the reason why I wanted to tell that story... We kill the bees, they kill the bees off, we're killing ourselves. Exactly. It's yeah. the web of life. Yeah. And so it's a, not only is it an important environmental story, it became a spiritual story because basically the intersection between the animal world and the plant world is where life regenerates itself over and over billions of times each day. It's the foundation of life on our planet. So it's a keystone event, but it's also a spiritual and mystical event. Yeah, just like everything in nature is. Yes. How were you able to get this close to the bees without being harmed by them? Well, we created a little mini set so that I could get in there with a macro lens and we get to experience their world. You know, like a redwood tree looks at us like we're scurrying ants, but then a mosquito looks at us like we're a big giant moving in slow motion. Yeah. What I think it's wonderful to share with people through the magic of cinematography yes. is that there are other worlds and we get to experience that world. And what that does, I think it opens your heart. It makes you realize we have blinders on. We can't just live in our own little reality. There yeah. are many realities and guess what? They're real and I can show that to people. And that's what you're doing through your photography. Yes. When did you know that? I mean, oh, did you start out wanting to do that? I, it came out of necessity when I graduated from UCLA. Well, I always wanted to shoot in 35 millimeter film, but I couldn't afford it. So when you shoot time-lapse, you're shooting like one frame every 20 minutes. Yeah. So it would take me like a month to shoot a four minute roll of film, which wow. I could afford. But it opened my heart because it's a transformational experience to see a flower open and close. Mm -hmm. What you're seeing is like life to death. And that opens your mind and your heart in a spiritual way to the transformative relationship of life on our planet. Yeah, that's in so interesting because I feel that way. One of my favorite things to do in life is to sit under the oaks at my house. And uh, sometimes when the leaves are falling, I see that as the transition of I don't even see it as life to death. I see it as life to another form. Right. Because, you know, all energy just changes. Yes, yeah. yes. All just changes form. Yes. So you're one of the pioneers of the art of time-lapse photography. 
you were doing this before people even knew what it was, yeah. right? Yes. When did it occur to you that this was a way to, I, I just love this. Well, it takes you into the world that is, you know, a portal into nature, wisdom, nature's intelligence. You know, we didn't know that plants could move and crawl and, 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 and creep to the light. It, it just opens up your consciousness to the fact that there are other worlds, just like your dreams are another world, but this is real. So how long is this really? The time lapse? Time lapse of these shots could take like a month, you know, to get the vines going up a tree and, wow. and for the flower to open up a passion flower. And, and, they're, and they're saying, I'm alive. I'm, I need to get pollinated. You know, I need to be in that cycle of I'm alive. Of life. Come on, bees. I need, <laughs> I need to reproduce, mm -hmm. which is a beautiful, life-affirming idea. But how did you know that before? I mean, how did you know before you did the first time-lapse film, before you did that vine? Okay, so we see that and we see a vine yeah. as a living, moving, creeping, crawling thing, which I'm sure a lot of us until this moment never even thought of it as it's yeah. a living, creeping, moving thing alive it's alive well most people they walk by flowers they don't think of them as moving yes but through time lapse we see that they're actually in motion they're dancing they're doing the dance of life yeah macy's mother's day gift guide has the perfect gift to make mom feel special shop by price like 25 and under to 100 and under category like fragrance handbags and more or gift lists like for the mom who has everything gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted and for grandma Get top gifts like Dolce & Gabbana Devotion, Eau de Parfum, Coach Floral Printed Leather Cassie Crossbody Bag, and Le Creuset Shallot Dutch Oven. Shop at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. So you've been filming flowers for 35 years. Yes, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, nonstop, because I end up only shooting like two seconds per 24 hours per day. So I've squeezed 35 years into 12 hours of material because it takes time to do it. I kind of call it compressed energy, and I do it purely because of the beauty, but then when I learned about the bees disappearing, I said, well, there's a bigger story here because it's really about survival. This is a love story that feeds the earth. Yeah, it's, it's so interesting because you see that they are alive. They're opening, it's a heart opener, isn't it's it? It's a heart opener, yeah. Completely. And you don't have to use so words. So you filmed for 35 years to compress down to 12 hours yes. worth of footage? Yes. Wow. Because all these may take four days, five days a week to see them actually move four days or five days before it actually... For every shot. For every shot. Yeah. Wow. So you never get tired of shooting flowers? Never. Because these are magic moments that I want to capture. And then, you know, if I'm in Maui and you see a beautiful sunset, it's not good enough for me just to enjoy that. Mm. I hate to say it. I'm a bit of a workaholic and compulsive. I want to share it with the world. That's oh. my mission. You are like, well, I, I, I don't do photography other than now with my iPhone. Everybody thinks you're a photographer. photographer but... I will tell you this, that beautiful things in nature are too good not to share. Yeah. And it's a ritual for us who live in, for those of us who live in Maui. Uh, all my neighbors call each other 
a lot of people come and sit on my porch for the yeah. sunset. Yeah. And we compare sunsets. Yeah. Like, oh boy, last Tuesday, you should yeah. have seen that one. And oh, this one doesn't compare to the one that we, <laughs> I mean, you should have seen last summer. We're still talking about one, uh, the summer of 2009. <laughs> we really are. Like every time there's a great sunset, uh, my friend Bob will go, well, it doesn't compare to 2009. It's, so, a, it's the greatest show on earth. You know, I think they- It is the greatest show if, on earth. If they charged, there'd be hordes of people doing it, but because it's free, I think we sort of, Take it for granted. Except I will say that there are places on Earth, Maui being one of them, yeah. uh, other parts of Hawaii where people do take the time yeah. to stop. And you know, photographers have a different way of seeing the yeah. seeing the world. My brain is always thinking where it's a perfect place to be to capture that magic moment. And I'm always it's it's like catching a wave. You know, it's not just shooting the sunset. Isn't it amazing how everyone is different too? Yeah. Every wave is different. Every everyone. sunset is different. Right. The light every day is different. Yeah. 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 And, and then, so therefore it's a gift. So you were a city child. Yeah. Born in New York City. When was the first time you remember connecting with nature? Well, my parents were Holocaust survivors, so they never really experienced nature. And I think the only thing I ever did in Brooklyn was like, I raised popsicle sticks down the gutter. Mm -hmm. When I went to UCLA- You raised popsicle sticks down the gutter? Yeah. That okay. was my closest nature experience. I hadn't heard that one before. But do you know what's cool? When I finally experienced nature when I was in college, in a day or two, you automatically connect. So even though I didn't have it in my upbringing, your heart connects because you're, you're back home. You know, you don't need a, like, a lot of education to really get the to idea connect. Yeah. to connect. But I think so many, people, so many people, even watching this now are thinking, I'm gonna ask you this question. How do you connect to nature? I think unless you live in an open space or you live in an area where you know, nature is a part of your daily life. I think most people, as you say, you pass a flower by and you basically ignore it. Right. You don't pay any attention to the tree in your yard. You know? I think you have to slow down. You can do it in your backyard. You could do it in the park. Yes. But if you go into like, you know, nature's wonders, a place like a national park, for example, you're in a temple that will open your heart instantly because what you're doing, it's looking into a mirror. Every cell in your body is rejoicing at the fact that you're looking at energy that yes. is a reflection of physically who you are and spiritually who you are. Absolutely. But you don't even have to go as far as a natural, natural park. You know, one of the things that excites me, particularly in the springtime, is when the baby grass is coming in. Yeah. And it's baby grass green, which is my favorite color on earth, is <laughs> baby grass green. Yeah. What is the thing that excites you the most in nature? Oh, there's so much. Um, I think recently I've been shooting, you know, slow motion shots of things like hummingbirds and bees and bats and butterflies. Let's talk about hummingbirds. Aren't uh, they special? They're incredible. I mean, they're so territorial. Mm -hmm. They're feisty. I didn't know that. I mean, they actually can float in midair. And we don't see that with the naked eye. Because, because this is slow, 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 this is, slow yeah, down. 16 yeah. times slower than normal. So this is what it's like to be a hummingbird, which uh. is so cool. You know? God, I hope I can have a dream that I'm a hummingbird. Yeah. So when you first recognized that nature was your passion, did you immediately feel a heart opening? Absolutely, because when people see these images, it's one common phrase over and over. Oh my uh, God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And I, and I thought about what that means. Mm -hmm. I think the O means it makes you present. Yes. The my means it's connecting deep inside your soul, letting your inner voice come out. And God is that universal energy we all want to be connected to. And it's a common reaction every time. The jaw drops, it's like, 
Oh my oh God. My God. So I want that heart opener. I'm, I'm basically like, in a sense, like yourself, a messenger. Uh -huh. I'm just communicating yeah. that energy yeah. to open up people's hearts. And nature is an important message because what it's saying to me is that we need to live in harmony with the planet I and know. we need to protect it and save it. And one of the ways is through beauty. Beauty is nature's operating instructions. It'll tell you exactly how beauty to live your life. Beauty is nature's operating instructions. Tell me how that is. Explain that. Because it motivates you to, to make the right choices by seducing you with color and taste and touch and smell to do the right things. I mean, a romantic poet would say it's love. Mm -hmm. The scientists call it manipulation. Mm -hmm. But basically, it's about DNA moving forward. It's about the creative evolutionary process moving forward because beauty is the dance of life that every creature is doing. And so it isn't just pure seduction. It's about life moving forward. That's critical. You've said that shooting nature has helped you to become more mindful, more present. How is that? I think it slows you down to appreciate the moment by connecting with what is deepest, the deepest part of your soul. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, then you appreciate the little things in life. And I think that cultivates gratitude. It cultivates compassion. It connects you with the outside world. I mean, if you look at it from a scientific point of view for a moment, Right? Light energy going into your eyes, activating the retinas, sending electrical impulses to the brain to create an image. And that sends electrical impulses to your heart. And that's when you feel compassion mm -hmm. and a connection to the outside world. Because we sort of do live in our heads. True? Right. But when you feel an emotional connection to the outside world, then again, you will do whatever it takes to protect it. Because we're hardwired to protect what we fall in love with. Do you consider your films to be a visual meditation? It is a visual meditation. I think it's actually visual healing. Mm -hmm. You don't have to think about it intellectually. You just have to, I think, let go and feel it emotionally. Does looking through a lens give you a different perspective literally and also figuratively? It does mm -hmm. because I'm able to kind of compose and shape what I want people to see with the tools of cinematography, whether it's focus and composition and lighting, things that nature taught me. Mm -hmm. And I think it does, it kind of becomes more concentrated energy. And I think as artists, that's our job, is to help people see things that perhaps we don't see on the surface. I know that focus is critical to your art, but you also believe that focus can be a spiritual practice. Absolutely. Life is a force of energy. Yeah. That's what we don't realize. Yeah. Life is a force of energy, and I think it's unstoppable. Well, that's what we talk about on this show all the time, that that's what we all are. We all are emitting an energy field and an energy force. And what, you know, one of the, my favorite lessons from Jill Bolte-Taylor is that you have to be responsible for the energy that you carry and bring into the presence of right. other people and also into the Absolutely. world. We truly do stand on the shoulders of our ancestors and we're just a link in that evolutionary change. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu.
Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Do you know, having cameras, I was mentioning this a few moments ago, that having cameras in our phones has made everybody think that they're a photographer. Right. Uh, what can we learn about ourselves from the kinds of photos that we, we shoot? Or snap. I think if you take photos of what you connect and recognize as the deepest part of your soul, yeah. what's great is we have these phones and we can capture that at any moment. Yeah. So basically, it almost become like um, like breadcrumbs on a trail. Yeah. Because what's beautiful is to look back and ask yourself, can I feel that same emotion that I felt at the time I took that photo? Because guess what? You've changed since you took that photo. Could have been a day ago, could have been a year ago, and you can measure how you've grown and how you've evolved over time. By what's important to you. Exactly. Yeah. Whether or not you're still taking pictures of French toast or have you evolved to monarch <laughs> butterflies. Whatever turns you on. Whatever turns you on. Yeah, there may be some spiritual value in yeah. French toast too. Or a rusty nail or a fire hydrant. Yeah, yeah. You told my producers that in your photography, one of the things you're trying to do is shift people's consciousness. How is that? I think by being a messenger for nature, mm -hmm. and basically I think what I'm hearing the planet saying to me and nature is that we need to live in harmony with the planet because we are kind of off in the wrong direction. Yeah. We, we, we're hurting the ecosystem that gives us life. And I think they're just saying, hey, let's get our, you gotta get your act together. Do you think though, Louis, that we have to reach a point where something desperate mm. and disastrous happens before we wake up to it. Like we lose all the bees and we lose our ability to produce, you know, you know, half the world's food. I mean, do you think something really drastic has to happen I before hope we not. get it? We have all the answers to fix the environment. What we're missing is a change in behavior. Yeah. And that requires a or shift. Or a plan. My favorite line from Katrina, uh, Anderson Cooper, when he was down in, in, in interviewing the mayor, and the mayor was saying, we were hoping that the levees wouldn't break. Mm -hmm. We were hoping that people would take care of their neighbor. We were hoping, and he said, hope is not a plan. Right. Hope is not a plan. We need True. a plan. We do need a plan, and we need to change our behavior. And I'm, I'm an optimist, and I believe that nature will hopefully guide us in the right direction. Nature's by, trying. They're trying. Nature's trying. And, and I'm, I'm trying to connect by, to people's hearts. Because you know, if you give people a to-do list, oh, you should recycle or do yeah. this or do that, they're not going to do it. But if you fall in love with something, mm -hmm. it hurts to throw away a piece of paper when you love a forest. We're hardwired to protect what we love. Mm -hmm. And I want people to fall in love with nature in order to protect it. So my producers tell me that you have another project that you're excited about. Yes. Now you're in love with mushrooms? Yes, because mushrooms create soil. Without soil, no plants. Without plants, no people. Yeah. It's the largest organism on the planet. It's got a you know, fiber network under the ground that communicates. Mushrooms too? Yeah. Mushrooms are the fruit and mycelium is the root structure. They wow. found a patch in Oregon that's 2,500 acres Mushrooms are the giant internet of nature. They're everywhere under the ground, transmitting nutrients and information for life to prosper. To the soil. Yeah, and it doesn't have a brain, but yeah. it's conscious and intelligent. And just because we don't understand 
the language of nature yeah. doesn't mean it's not intelligent. It's just our inadequacy to be able to communicate with nature. So nature has its own language. Totally. It's the language sure. of the living universe. I believe that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I believe that. So you have filmed now in what, 54 countries, right? Yes. 54 countries all over the world. Yeah. How has your work around the world influenced your view of life and spirituality? I've noticed that everywhere in the world, people want the same thing. Ah, amen they, to that. They, they, they want to just the best for their kids. Yeah. Shelter, food, love, yeah. happiness. But we all do it differently, which is beautiful. Yeah. You know, the diversity of cultures around the world is extraordinary. But it all comes down to the same basic needs. We all want the same thing. Exactly. And what is that thing that you, you, you would say we all want? Well, happiness, love shelter comfort yeah i would say too i would add to that we all want to know that we matter yeah 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 that our being here right meant something yes and means something right would you say by being connected and yeah. feeling that you're connected to something that's greater than yourself yeah greater than yourself and that's why i built this library of magic moments that I've accumulated over the years and somehow i pieced it together into a story like the story you want to tell about the world I don't know at the moment why I'm capturing that particular moment, mm -hmm. but I know it's part of a greater story. And that story is to share how we're all connected and how beauty does motivate and open our hearts. What is the soul? I think the soul is a window into a living universe that makes us celebrate life. Okay, finish these sentences. The world needs. The world needs to live in harmony with nature in order to create a sustainable planet for our children. I believe. I believe that life is a force of energy. Art is. Art is being in the creative zone and it's a reflection of the creative energy of a living universe. Good. Uh, photography is. Photography is my practice and my way of connecting with the outside world. Nature is. Nature is truth manifesting the order and the intelligence of a living universe. Really good. Beauty is. Beauty is our heart opener that'll make us fall in love with the planet in order to protect it. I find joy in. Capturing magic moments to share with people. What is your definition of God? That's a biggie. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a sense of wonder at realizing that life is a force of energy and we need to celebrate life. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the purpose of human experience? To be connected with the living universe and realize you're just playing a small part in it. What do you know for sure? That everything is energy and life is change. What do you think happens when we die? That's our question. You know, the older we get, doesn't, doesn't it seem like life accelerates and gets faster and faster? It does, it does. And then people say, like, right before they die, they see their life pass before them. Yeah. So perhaps at the moment that you die, it all accelerates so fast, puts you into a time warp where you just go into another portal of time and space. That's what you think happens? I do. What a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. That's great. 
I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. You can follow Super Soul on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Super Soul Conversation. Thank you for listening. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> Auto Trader.